for all those who continue this notion of LeBron James being better than Michael Jordan, <laughs> just stop. <laughs> Shut up already. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win! They win it! You hear the Bulls uh, commentator goes, he wants his mummy. <laughs> he uses Curry way down to White Mamba out. <laughs> he's waited six episodes. Look at him. He can be sweating. <laughs> I was writing that for an hour today. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Sports Opinionated. We're a podcast out of Australia that loves all things NBA, from the players to the playoffs. We're not afraid to give our opinions on the things that matter. I'm Pete Evans, and alongside me, Matt O'Brien. O'Brien, welcome to you. Thank you. Welcome to you, Peter. You look even happier than what you did last week. It's not possible. You're I didn't think it was possible. last week. And now, look, you've gone to another level now. <laughs> the shot heard around the world. Yep, we'll get there. And we're going to spend significant time on that today, O'Brien. I didn't think my NBA life could get even happier than last week when the Clippers were out, but somehow oh, it has. it's it gone has. to another level. Now, O'Brien, a little bit later on, I've got some quotes for you coming up that you'll actually love. No clip for you this week. And unfortunately, Matt, uh, a negative use of the foam fence. Oh, no. Yep. Yep. Oh, that's disappointing. I've got to give a team a clip, and I'm that's going disa- to go. That's disappointing. I'm going to give it. That's disappointing. I'm going to go hard there later. Um, we're going to jump straight into our highlights, and you know where we're starting, right? Gets it to LeBron for three for the win. Yes! LeBron James at the buzzer! Bryant to shot! Is this the dagger? I guess we're starting in the Western Conference. <laughs> Peter, Richard, Bartholomew Evans, the, the Western Conference Finals. Uh, we'll start in Game 1, shall we? <laughs> no! I think we have to start at Game 1. I've got a bit to say about Game 1 before we get to okay. the Game 2. All right. What do you want to say, um, Matt? The officiating in Game 1 oh, really on. annoyed me. Hang on. This game was going okay, right? It was pretty competitive. It was bouncing back and forth in yep. the second quarter. Then the ref decided to screw the game for us by giving Jokic two ridiculous fouls and the whole thing just fell apart from there. Uh, um, one, of them, one of them in particular, Dwight Howard was massaging the side of Jokic's head with his <laughs> forearm and Jokic just says, get away from me, and he gets the foul. Then there was another ridiculous pick foul, offensive foul, want a handoff. I was very annoyed. Really? Very annoyed. Then LeBron slaps Murray in the face. No call. They get, they get text. They're losing the plot, Denver. They did. And then uh, they did. They let it get to them. They did let it get yes. to them. So you're telling me this entire series, and you want to whinge about some refereeing in quarter no, two just, of game one. we're just one. doing chronological order. <laughs> now, I, did I get this right? During this second quarter of this game, the commentators, I did check this up, that the Lakers shot 25 free throws in the second quarter. For the half, I think. For the half. Mm-hmm. Can you believe some you, one team could shoot that many free throws? Amazing that a team that finished 12th out of 16th in the playoffs in defense in oh, Denver... Oh, oh, oh he's w- rebutting. Would, ...would foul a lot against two of the most skilled players in the history yes. of the game. Yes. What an unbelievable... And yes. Jokic, that defensive juggernaut, would pick up a couple of quickies oh, in the yeah. first it half. Just, it was poor, Evans, poor. Oh, gee. And the size just worried them. Clearly it worried them and they had a, a bit to think about after game one, the Nuggets. They did. But do you have anything to add in game one or you just want to... you just... Yeah... Loving game two. You must get all over game two, don't you? You don't care about game one. Game one's done. Yeah? I'll leave the floor. Go for it. Thank you. You sure? You talked yourself yeah, out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just want to make the point about how bad the rest were in game one. Game two, O'Brien! <laughs> <laughs> game two. Game two. I don't think I've yelled at a television as much as I have in the fourth quarter of that game two as the Lakers let the comeback Kings back in. Yes. And gave them a sniff. I'm just, I'm going straight to the finish. Oh, you're going straight to the finish. I I, I'm, going to, I'm going to work reverse chronological. If you want to start at the least interesting part of the series, the refereeing in quarter two of game one, I'm going straight to the final play, mate. Okay. Anthony Davis. Oh, my goodness. What a shot to clinch game two, give us a two-zip lead. He misses that. We have got more than a series. They've got all the momentum going into game three. They are in our heads. We have blown a lead. We should not have blown in a game that we mostly dominated with two great games from our two best players. We lose that. Our heads are down. Our shoulders are sagging, O'Brien. 
He All I could say was Davis and then my lounge room of two younger children and an older child erupted O'Brien. Now, were, were, we watching this, were we watching this live? We were watching this live, O'Brien. Live. Unlike the Robert Ory shot heard around the world in game oh, five, yeah. 2002. Oh, yes. Didn't, I had a media band broken for LeBron's game winner against Orlando when I dropped over to the Harveys and a news report flashed the highlight up when I was nah, over there. Rookies. I had no idea what was happening in this game. Unbelievable moment as a basketball fan and particularly as a Lakers fan. I loved it. I'm, I'm sure you, you just your, your total focus is on the skill of the shot, the the unbelievable clutch play of, of Anthony Davis. Yeah, I, I've mm. got nothing written down here, Evans, because it's all off the top of my head. <laughs> that's unlike um, you. You're normally so prepared for these yeah, conversations. Yeah, that's right. Um, is it, is it, which Plumley is it? I don't even know which Plumley <laughs> brother it is. I don't even care which one it is. You haven't actually. even researched the guy's no, name. it is Mason Plumley. The other it one plays Mason in Australia, Plumlee. mate. Yeah. Um, he had the biggest brain fart you've ever seen at oh. the end of a playoff game. Hang on. My goodness me. And he's been rightfully canned for it right across oh. all media platforms. Poor Plumley. Um, we had Tory Craig. Now, with two seconds to go, Evans, how, yep. ma- how many times do you think mm-hmm. the defensive team would give up a score with two, min- two seconds to go oh, I don't know. in a game? I'm going to assume if you haven't I'm, researched I'm assuming it. that it would be minuscule. <laughs> All you have to do is force them to pass the ball out deep to a position where they have to fade away from the hoop. You give no cuts, no backdoor cuts. You switch if you have to. But our man Plumley. Yep. He thought he, he was following Anthony Davis. Uh-huh. Anthony Davis breaks to the wing yep. from the foul line. There's uh-huh. no screen anywhere. Uh-huh. He's about a metre and a half from anyone else. Uh, our man Plumley decides, oh, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run a switch here. <laughs> Tory Craig, you're guarding arguably the best player in history, possibly. Oh, I don't think oh, that, but oh, in, in the goodness. top. What, in, what arguably. Just happened? <laughs> the second, the, the goat, the T-goat. You're guarding him. He, he's got enough on his plate, Tory Craig, guarding LeBron, I would have thought, mm-hmm. without Plumley going, no, nah, nah, you leave him and run out there. <laughs> yep. Uh, no, Mason, no. So he inexplicably, Evans, just stops, yep. stands behind LeBron with his finger pointing yep. and gives Anthony Davis a wide-open look at the oh. hoop. And... Our man, my man, Jokovic, did a great job. He did. He yeah, did he a did. great job of trying to get to it. Almost but the, did. the damage had been done. Damage had been done. And it was a glorious hit. It was. Uh, but um, if I was Murray or Jokic, I would have been pretty annoyed yep. at Plumley walking to the locker room seeing that footage again. Yeah. That was. They had that game, 1-1. And as you said, it would have uh, made for a very interesting game three. Um, it would have. But as it is now, will they come back from that? Well, yeah, we can get there in a minute. I just think... A few things went into that play. Kudos to the Lakers coaching staff calling that play with no timeout. Uh, Rondo, the perfect player to choose to, uh, uh, for the inbounds. He got subbed on. Nice bounce pass, yes. Um, you, you, yeah, you're probably right on Torrey Craig. I try and be kind to the players. But um, look, I guess this is why teams don't call timeouts late, late game. And um, look, heads up to the unknown uh, mast assistant coach. If just a little note. If you're coming in for the chest bump with, a, with an amped up, no! with an amped up seven no! footer who just hit the game winner, you're going ahead of schedule there. That's <laughs> you, a peripheral. That's not a peripheral. And you've just that's taken a stage, mate. <laughs> you might want to get defensive position before you get absolutely oh, floored, absolutely hammered by an amped up Anthony One Davis. Nil. One to you. <laughs> yep. I um, write a little spiel on that too. I'm going to say it. I anyway still, later. still go, still go, because there's a lot in that play. What else? From, what else from the series and from that game, mate? Um, Denver never seemed to die, I would note. Yeah. And I, yeah. and as much as you'd probably think they're cooked here, mm-hmm. game three, if they get game three, yes. this is this is still on, okay. I reckon. Yeah. This is still on. Um, yeah, that's all I would say. Yeah. Um, but LeBron played poorly in the second half and was one of six in the fourth quarter. I don't, he's that consistent. I don't think he'll have a half like that again. Maybe one more time in the series he might. Um yeah, but I think Denver have to play probably the perfect game in the next game. I reckon if they get down in the next game, yeah. it could fall apart for them. Yep. So I think they want to have a good start in the next game, get a bit of confidence up. Um, I still they're think playing that, well, though. Yep. They're playing well. I still think the self-belief's there for that team. But, I mean, obviously, down 3-1 to Utah is different down 2-0 to this Lakers team. Yeah. But I think if they get down, you know, 12-13 in third, whatever, I don't think they're going to drop their heads. And there's no... There's no bickering. There's none of the stuff that's come out of other teams out of Boston after their two-zip deficit. I think they've 
they've got the capabilities to come back. It's tough. Yeah, obviously you pointed out LeBron's first half, second half. Obviously focus on the first <laughs> half where he still ended up at over a 50% clip, I think, for that game. He was sensational in that first half. Scored our first 12, was aggressive from the outset. Put us in a position to get the W. Yes, he faded. I don't think he's lost being up two zip before. Um, mm. I'm going to go. I heard that from Zach Lowe. And if he can't think of it, then I'm going to yeah, we'll believe him. Accede to him. Um, yeah, the Lakers from here. Obviously, the obvious, the yeah. obvious prediction. But you never know with this Denver team. There's no home court. There's no momentum like that. It's just the same court every day, which gives them a better chance than otherwise. Yep. So. Are, you, are you enjoying the AD experience? Couple of numbers for you. Um, him in the post. Get this: one point three five points per possession. For Anthony Davis when they get him down deep, which is what you've been calling for. Yep. So, Matt, I don't think you're going to disagree with me here. Could LA please play him at the five and get Dwight Howard off oh, the no, court? No, no, no. I want to see Dwight. Dwight has to play. Can we? No, no, no. Dwight has to play for entertainment's sake. I know he's no good for your basketball and your winning thing, but just I love seeing him play. Yeah. I love the hands every time. Every time he fouls someone. It's hilarious. Every time he chicken wings Jokic on when we're getting an offensive board and gets called for the foul and up comes the chicken wing and starts complaining. Got a stupid technical. Regardless, get that for a number. So 1.35. Jokic against Davis is 0.67 points per possession in the post. He's been awful. Therefore, great make from him late game going at Mm, Davis. Davis straight up. Beautiful hook. He is 10 of 15 in crunch time over the last couple of, uh, couple of seasons. Or maybe it's just this season. 10 of 15. Yeah, he's unreal. He is unbelievable. Mm. Are you starting to now, as you're thinking your top six, top eight, top ten, is he now automatically coming into that? It's a matter of where he is in that in that rankings well, for you? Well, Peter, since he, since he undertook the 5-2 Noom diet, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Skinny Jokic. Abs- skinny Jokic is the man. Mm-hmm. He can keep going and keep rolling right and runs out the game. We noticed the playoffs last season at the end of games. He was yeah. literally exhausted. Okay. Just trundling up and down yeah, the was. floor. He, he was. was absolutely exhausted. Did he actually looks sprightly. He doesn't he, he, I do I had a good look after his um his self defacing comment that you brought up last week. Yes, he I, did. Did, I had a good look at him this time trying to sprint the floor and he's, he's his trying, arms are trying uh, to go, but yeah. He's just a wonderfully skilled athlete. I would say that. Yeah, just he is. Wonderfully skilled athlete. And you and I as fans of the game, I just think, you know, we're doing this podcast for a reason. There's a cultural difference between us and them. We love Jokic, the character as well as the player and what yeah, he can yeah, do. Yeah. And clearly he's made an effort to improve himself since that teenage <laughs> shot. Can <laughs> you please use that photo for Instagram? That. Can you launch yes, that? I can. I've got a, I did a teenage, that. very, very wide looking Jokic I there. did see It's that. a bit unfortunate. Um, did you appreciate the game of the general? Yes, I did. How good was the, the general, general Caruso? The, general, the throw down, the Euro step and the finger roll. Yep. Oh, there was something yep. else. He drew the charge. Yep. Uh, he hit the big three. He was now, fantastic. Now, I have to bring... I've only got one turnover for this week, and it, and it is myself. I have to own up for this. Um, <laughs> the, okay. the captain of the Australian <laughs> basketball team who I compared the general to, Yes. his name is actually Phil Smythe. Not Pat Smythe. Now, I was getting confused with the guitarist for the Foo Fighters. <laughs> Is his name Pat Smythe? Oh, it's Pat, um, not Smythe, it's something okay. else. But I got, it's Pat Smears. Pat okay, Smears, Pat the Smears. guitarist okay. of the Foo Fighters. I was getting the two confused. You are so, confused, my friend. Yeah, you absolutely. are confused. Um, did you recognise my point about Kuzma, the terrible playmaker? Went at Porter, one of the worst defensive players on the court, dribbled off his own foot, messed up an open fast break layup, couldn't, Comprehend yes, a that. dribble into his own hands. Um, Porter embarrassed him yesterday. Porter was six and nine, so he gave Denver something that Grant Harris and who am I missing? Uh, Grant Harris, Millsap gave them nothing. Yes, they can't have that, mate. No, they can't. Porter they was can't. fantastic. Yeah, poor Millsap's getting towards the end, but he still bobs up every now and then. What, you're suggesting he's not worth the thirty million that he's been paid this year, my friend? No, he wouldn't yeah. be. Okay. He would not okay. be. Um, laconic. Los Angeles, did they realise that these guys are the comeback kings? Did you, can you remember a, a play where they worked it inside LeBron court at the free throw line, dribbled away from the ring to six feet behind the three, turned around, Ebel? Yes. You know, this is what yes. you don't do when you're up 10 in a yes. playoff game. This is an old bugbear of mine. When teams get up by that margin, three or four baskets, up to 10 points, yep. Yep. They, want it, they think it's the strategy. Mentally, they try and slow the ball, slow oh, the clock down. Hashtag Boston. They don't run yep. a play. 
Mm-hmm. It's like we're trying to save time and eventually by the time they get to eight seconds, seven seconds, they try and make something happen. It just plays into the hands of the team that's got the momentum. I it's, it's just, This is, since Adam was a boy, they've been doing this stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't understand it. Yep. Yep. Never understand it. Yeah, I mean, it happens in all sports. We see it in AFL or whatever game. Teams trying to play the clock, stop doing what got them into position to dominate, stop being aggressive. Yeah. There's levels where you do have to do that. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's amazing how often it happens when the momentum, momentum shifts, particularly in normal scenario when you're on the road and you're playing yep. away from home. You, that always happens. Yeah, true. The road team gets up and then they just start Human slowing it down. Yeah. Just be careful. I felt um, the most frustrated player and on that game winner from Davis was a guy who was having a moment as a rookie, P, uh, second year, sorry, PJ Dozier had a, had a moment. He was really good for them. They just needed to try something different. He came on, got... You know, every playoff series needs that Leon Poe game, we'll call it. You know, that unexpected contribu- contribution yes. from a source. They didn't know it was coming. The Glenn Baby Davis type stuff. Yeah, the Davis and Nate, Nate Robinson game. Yep. yep. All against my boys. He, so Dozier was the guy when the ball came through who punched the ball on the game when I really felt for him. Yep. And I'll touch on him later. Or, yeah, PJ Dozier. Or, uh, actually... Uh, peanut butter and jelly, as my son was calling him, for PJ. Peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, for PJ. He's trying to be funny. He's an eight-year-old. Um, unfortunately, though, for PJ, he hits his free throws. They win that game. So, tough beat there. Yeah, uh, shattering loss. Yep. Uh, one, one final thing on that game, too. When they went back to the TNT studios, Charles Barkley seriously felt for Jokic. He said it a number of times. That kid just tried to drag them across the line. Yep. And he really felt for him yep. at the end of the game. So, hopefully, emotionally, they come back strong in the next game. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope they do. You probably don't. I hope they don't. But I hope they do. Uh, I hope the series goes at least five, six games. At least six games. Yeah. I'd like to see it go. I Let's think we're, we're two of the many NBA fans around the world, Matty, who have started in this playoff series or the playoffs indifferent about Denver. Yep. And now we're like, we really like this yeah. team. Yeah. yeah. Like sending them around. Well, let, let's move on. Let's jump into our quotes, mate. Another bitter twist to the dark side of an all-American success story. I know. You're not narrating the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> uh, Robert's Crowe's come play with the Bulls. I don't care. Whatever. Whatever. What's up? <laughs> What's up? What's up? I had no problem with the glove. This is what I've had to put up with for, for about 20 years. Now, can I go first? You can. And I just want to clarify, are you editing this week? I am. Good. You all on some... What? <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? You ever, uh, Marcus Smart, when he stormed out of the Boston locker room, having lost that second game down 2-0, there's screams and shouts, all the media waiting outside. They've got their, they've got their recorders going. He comes out, yells that at his teammates and storms into a different room. Have you ever been in a, in a heated timeout or a change room situation, Matt, the guys really going at each other? No, I played basketball once where, where, where I had a, an unnamed person rock up late to the game. We only had five players that night, oh. so we had four for the first uh, eight minutes, and we were down. Yeah. And this person arrived, and we ended up losing the game by a point. And I just made the point afterwards that um, we should aim to get to the game on time. Yeah. And this person started breaking down in tears. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. The person will remain nameless. Were we playing that game together? No, we weren't. Okay, because no. we had a teammate rock up at close to halftime of a final when we had four blokes on the court and still in the game. Yes? Yep. Uh, yeah, anyway. Anyway, so Marcus Smart, and you can edit yes, that out yeah, later yeah. if you want, mate. I but. might not. <laughs> <laughs> I might not. Um, I a, uh, there was a few Clippers things, Evans. You'll enjoy this. There was a bit of residual uh, residual commentary we didn't quite cover last oh, week. Oh, please, the Clippers, please, take the, the floor. Clippers, Anti-Clippers the Clippers. rhetoric. There's Go a, for couple, it. a couple of Clippers. <laughs> Reggie Miller appeared the next morning on the Dan Patrick Show and uh-huh. said that the Clippers laid an egg on national TV. Mm-hmm. Reggie Miller gave it to them. Good. And this one from Paul George after the game. Um, uh, there was no. There was pressure to live up to title expectations. Oh, was there, Paul? This is not a cop-out. But internally, we didn't think this was championship or bust for us this season. Mm -hmm. What are you talking about? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. They don't just hand you an opportunity every year. Anything can happen, my friend. Mm -hmm. Exactly. (laughs) Just keep playing. Well done. Well, but you you would have loved it yesterday. The commentators got an our boy, the the general, or as his teammates call him, the goat. Yes, I did did catch that after the game. Alex Caruso. double check that. After he caused yet another... Denver turnover, the star, one of the stars of the show, uh, Reggie Miller, when they referred to Caruso, he interjected and said, you mean Gary Payton? Because of how well he was playing defense. (laughs) Gary Payton. (laughs) 
Now, oh, the general. Um, now, uh, when the MVP was awarded, and I'll touch on this later in my oh, Stephen A. Um, hang on. They went back to the TNT crew, mm-hmm. um, and Charles had a Charles had a viewpoint that you know they can vote for whoever they want to vote for. Blah blah blah. Shaq wasn't happy with this. Happy with Charles's take. So when it went to the ad break, we've got Charles. Yep. Kenny who's hosting. Draymond, future media star, by the way. Draymond. Oh, Draymond. Present. Green. Yep. Um, Kenny Smith and Charles. Mm-hmm. So as it goes to the break, you can hear that the, the microphone's kind of just fading off. Yeah, but yeah. you hear Shaq say, there's nine rings up here and you ain't part of that. <laughs> <laughs> That's five for him. Yeah. Two for Kenny. And yep. no, it's actually ten. I oh, know Shaq's got four, hasn't he? Four for Shaq, yeah. three for Draymond, and two for Kenny. And obviously Charles has none. Oh Hence the my comment. goodness! <laughs> Gee, that's a that's a serious whack. Um, this would make sense why I say this. This line made me think of you. Um, taking some notes during the game yesterday, and all of a sudden we get an ad, and it says, "This pandemic has caused a shortage of poll workers." <laughs> Pole. What, sh- what, dancing? There's a shortage of poll workers. And I'm like, sorry, what? I look up and um, election workers, they need volunteers to help work the elections. Oh, P-O-L-L. It's important. Thank you. It's important. Thank you. I just Thank thought, um, how quickly can we get Thank back you. to our hotel from Doris Burke yeah. a couple of weeks ago? <laughs> I thought of you for that one. That was great. Yep. Um, Brad Stevens, at the three-quarter time interview after a poor third quarter, Ooh, I think this was in yes. game two. Yes, O'Brien. Rachel's got the mask on and the big stick comes out. And the, mm-hmm. um, Rachel asks him about the poor third quarter. He says, we stopped playing at both ends. Full stop. Yep. Then she starts to ask another question. Yes. And before he just ru- brutally cuts her off and says, we didn't cut at all. We didn't pass at all. We didn't play at all. We need to play better. And walks off. Yep. Yeah, yep. Popovich would have been proud with that. Yes. That was, that was, that was yeah. very good. Stevens yeah, good. At, his, at his best. All right, and oh, my, my, my last one. I'm going to finish off on an earlier theme. As the, as the commentators led by Reggie Miller got on got onto the Caruso bandwagon, beautiful play from, from LeBron James late in the game. The quote from Reggie Miller, James looking like Caruso on that play. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to keep looking out, looking out for him. Reggie now, Miller? No, that's Caruso. He's oh, obviously he's providing did. plenty of material at this point. He's playing crunch time minutes, my friend. Yeah, who are you? He, he, he looks uh, when when Evans and I saw him in LA. I said, "Who's that middle-aged accountant you've this got on the terrible. bench? Yep. Who yep. is that guy?" Yep. Uh, I, I did notice though, just a bit of a side issue. I yep. did I did notice. Yes, <laughs> he's showing me a picture. I did notice that he's made the correct choice to buzz cut and to shave it off. He's not leaving those little wispy bits up there. Mm-hmm. It's a good good choice by, by the general. Um, now my last ones are all plumly related, right? Okay. Um, we had. <laughs> We had Shaq saying, "What Plumley doing? <laughs> Follow him. There's no screen." Then we had, then we had Chuck. Yep, Chuck who said, "What the hell is Plumley doing?" <laughs> yep. And then the final one yeah. is me. Oh, what? watching it live. <laughs> what is Plumley doing? He doesn't have COVID. You don't need to be one and a half meters away. You said that in 2.1 seconds? I said that, and my wife and Isaac are looking at me like, they weren't interested in the basketball, but yes. Fair enough. That's my final quote. Oh, I love it. Oh, I love it. Oh, please. More more Clippers content. More more f- about Caruso. Yes, we'll struggle to get Clippers content now, but we'll see what we can do. We will find a way, my friend. We will find a way. All right, let's go into our highlights of the Eastern Conference. Eastern Conference, Boston-Miami series, which we now have. We actually now have a series. O'Brien, this is all about Bam for me so far. He's 22-11-5 in this series with 1.7 blocks. More on that in a moment. And two steals a game. He's become their offensive fulcrum, O'Brien. Fulcrum! (laughs) Fulcrum. Matt. Did you know that word or did you get a thesaurus out to look at it? I did know fulcrum. Um, Could you conceive four, six weeks ago that Bam Adebayo could be the most important player on a championship winning team? Because we're in that window right now. No, I did not. I did not. Now, their defense overall is fantastic. And can I say, the 2-3 the two three slash 3-2, reminiscent of Ringwood uh, Tuesday Night Basketball, Indeed. zone mm-hmm. is confusing and befuddling, befuddling the Celtics. Yes, it is. They appear, dare I say, Evans, to be discombobulated. Oh, you're kidding me. When going against it. Oh, you've taken mine. And, and, there's, a, and there's, a, there's a different... <laughs> oh, I'm pointing at it. I'm pointing at the word that I wrote. Yeah, I had to, uh, I had to spell check that one. <laughs> um, 
one one. There's something very interesting about this zone, right? I'm not sure if you noticed this. It's it's foreign for these guys to know what to do when they catch the ball at the foul line. Yep. <laughs> they think I've got to look out to the wing yeah. or the corner to find a three-point shooter. Yeah. I can't actually make a play from here. Marcus Smart oh, caught the ball the below the foul line with no one there. No. He just had to lay it in. He passed it back correct, out. Correct, correct. They're getting totally confused. Yep. Now, they're not playing it the whole time. They're, they're, yep. Yep. they're mixing and matching. But it's a weapon, I tell you. When the game's close there, at the end of the second game, game two, <laughs> the last quarter, Boston just didn't know what to do. Correct. And if it wasn't for Jalen Brown hitting a couple of enormous bombs late, they would have lost that game by eight or ten. Yep. Um, but as is the way in the playoffs, my man, Jimmy Buckets, did the job. His defensive plays late yeah, in yep. that game were extraordinary. He had three steals yep. in the last six minutes. True. One of them, do you remember this one? Yes. He threw oh. a behind-the-back oh. left-handed pass from the closest sideline. He got the steal, and the ball was going out of bounds. He yeah. chased it down yeah. and threw it with his left hand yep. right back over the other side of the court. Yep. Got it back and dunked it. He did. Just unreal. And Dragic, too. Great finish to that game. Yeah. So they've got some weapons. The Heat? They do. They do. Uh, yes. Brad Stevens in a bit of strife overall. You're quite right about that zone. Why is Marcus Smart catching it there? It should be Jason Tatum every single time Yeah, catching it in that spot. You're right. Dragic is at 22 a game. Butler's only taking 12 shots a game in this series. If And you would have read the report coming out of ESPN.com. Jimmy Butler is sick of playing catch-up because they've come from behind in two out of the three games. He's gone for 40 once in these playoffs. I wonder if game four is yeah. going to be his like, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not being passive on offense this a game. Big, a big buckets game. Yep. This yep. was my knock on him when he was at Chicago. He often, when he was the man, yep. would not demand the basketball. He's, he's a very unselfish player. Yep. He's happy to let other people get involved and do their thing, but often that can be to the expense of his own team, Yep, unfortunately. And obviously in the modern game, no lead is safe. We're seeing that with Denver, but Boston's weakness again. Uh, I won't give you the rundown like I did last week. They were up 17 at one point. Yep. Grant Williams, who's shooting it really well, misses a three. They missed two open layups. Three minutes later, they're up nine. That 17-point lead, yep. almost 2019, evaporated. Attention like attention to detail. Yep. Attention to detail. Yep. Um, great game, though, overall, game two. Absolute cracking game, right down to the wire. Okay. Um, yeah, great game. Yep. Um, game three, the Celtics got great production across the board, um, yeah, which was the difference. Brown, mm-hmm. 26. Tatum, 25. Kemper, 21. Smart, 20. Um, mm-hmm. Hayward made his return. Wasn't very good, but he'll, yeah. he'll work his way back into it, though. He'll Helped him, didn't he, though? He just gave yeah. them some, some yeah. solidarity, his playmaking. The box score looks average. I'm so glad, like you, I watched the game. I would have looked at yeah, that. Yeah, he was gone, okay. Why are you playing him 30 minutes? Yeah. He did enough. Yep. yep. Um, Crowder, Crowder and Dragic were both 2 of 10. Yes. Finally cooled off. Now, Jay Crowder, what's your take on him? You have a question with that notice. Uh, I had a Jay Crowder note similar to you. He's now for the series after going 2 of 10. 34.5% from three, so just under league average. Uh, if he's at league average from three, they can play him because of his work on the defensive side of the ball. He's cr- if he's, He has to be hitting for them to win a title. Yes, yeah, so he's 34% on threes for the season, averaging 10.5 points and six boards. Did, did the Celtics make the wrong call in letting him go? He's only being paid $7 million. Only I take, I take seven million, but yeah. um, he's only being paid seven million in NBA terms. That's not that's pretty cheap role player. He's good value for seven million. Yeah. I would have thought because he plays solid defense as well. Yeah, I thought the Celtics could be using him right now. Well, not if he's stepping on the line and shooting thirty-one from three or something like you know. He he just did their yeah. heads in in their time there. He's decent enough. Yeah, you're yeah you're right about uh, Tatum, Jalen Brown for me. So far, 21 and 6 at 55%, 60% from three for the series. We've talked about him in the lead up. If he's efficient, they have a real show. And what he's doing on defense is fantastic. Yeah, great yeah, defender. Yeah, you know, the Kemba Walker has more turnovers than assists in this series. He came good in game three. He's got to be better than that, Matt. He's got to be better, O'Brien. Yes. For them to win it. 12 turnovers to 11 assists. Correct, you are. Yeah. Um, do you know that Marcus Smart shoots the same three point percentage as, as does the man I just mentioned? Instead of blank. Jay Crowder? Yeah, shoots the same percentage as Jay Crowder for the season. What, with 12, 12 more attempts per game? Yeah, I'm just <laughs> making the point. Like, if they had him another weapon off the bench, you know, I think it would be helpful for him. Yep. Um, so, what's your... Smart, smart, smart recruiting by Miami. Yeah, very dry. Oh, 
Yeah, you made a really good point in our last podcast about how well-constructed that yeah. team is whilst being able to go for a max player this coming off-season or the next. And Iggy, Iggy not playing at all, yep. virtually. Yeah, it's funny. Don't we build these massive trades up? Who's going to get this guy? Who's going to get Iguodala? Not playing. You know, not playing yeah. at all. Yep. Uh, game four, who wins it? What do you see happening from here? Oh, this is this is the game, isn't it? This is the game. If we have a Celtics, well, Celtics win, we're going six or seven, obviously. Mm-hmm. Probably seven, I reckon. But if Miami get it, I reckon that'll be it. This is this is a huge game. Yep. I reckon Miami win it. Okay. I reckon Miami win it. Yep. 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 Oh, you? sorry. Uh, toss up. Yeah, you know what? I'm wondering if Miami do better at this point and they're... Yeah, they're gonna. I'm same as you. Did you enjoy Tyler Hero's first quarter? Sorry, I know we're about to move on, but oh my goodness, he he and he totally cooled off. He had no a, fear, no fear in that kid. He's no. unreal. No, unreal. Duncan Robinson came back to life as well. Four of eight on threes. Yep. Um, yep. Cost him with a missed free throw late though. Would have got him within two possessions, and he missed it. And the, their heads just dropped, and that was it. When they yep. were coming late in game three. Yep. Um, but yeah, they got some weapons, and those kids are going to get better. They are going to get better. Well, they're going to have to pay them at some point. But yeah, yes. I'm not going to rain on their parade just yet. What they're getting, what the production they're getting from their rookies is out of this world. Do you enjoy? Um, did you enjoy Hero leading the break and not even stepping uh, below the three point line? Just yes, hit, this is this three? is the modern NBA. Unreal. <laughs> <laughs> yep, more confident doing that. Yep. Well, fantastic. I'm loving those two series. Can't wait uh, to see. Look, it could be it could be over by the time. Have you still got? Uh, Miami taking it from here? I do. Yeah, okay, okay. I do indeed. All right. Well, let's go, Matt, to our favourite uh, favorite segment of the podcast, the peripheral pickups. Peripherals. Okay. It's always a concern when you've got to start a sentence, Matt, with the words, I'm not into fat shaming. But... <laughs> MJ wearing a Detroit three-peat T-shirt. No, just how strong was Judd Bushler's coffee the morning that he got interviewed? <laughs> but Matt's just asked me the question. And, and I'm answering it. Because I'm not getting an adequate response. This is where we look to the things on the uh, the extreme, to the sides, the periphery. Yes. Uh, elements of the game, or not the game, that others may have missed that you and I uh, love to love to see. Um, why don't you go in first, my friend? Well, I think you should go first, given you took my first one. I didn't. I don't have it as no, a okay. Um It's Javal McGee, your boy. <laughs> He was on the game yesterday, and the camera went to the back of his head, and I'm like, oh yeah. what are you doing, my man? He's not the smartest tool in the shed, the old hey. boy, Javal, let's be hey. honest. He's okay. been he's, star, he's been the star of Shackton a fool a number of times. Many years ago, Matthew, <laughs> yes, yes. many years ago. He looks to be a little bit of a loose unit. Um, someone needs to tell him, you don't grow a beard on the back of your head. That's not, <laughs> one is enough. <laughs> You put it in the front where your chin is. You don't do a little little tuft at the back. Mm-hmm. What what, he, what what is he doing? Is he trying to start a new style, is he? I don't know. Jeez, that was funny when I, I saw know. that. I oh, laughed out loud. Classic, classic. Um, I got one from yesterday's game that made me think of the great BJ Armstrong. Now, he has not one but two of the all-time peripheral pickups. Obviously, one is him falling down. As Paxson hits the game winner in Game Six Ninety Three, the other one is out of a out of a big series of plays for the Bulls, and opposition team calls the timeout, and everyone's high fiving, and BJ comes in and gets ignored by all the oh, teammates. Yeah. Who, who was it this time? Who refused to high five him? Um, when Caruso got on fire in yesterday's game, LeBron's on the bench, so you know hits the three, you know, whatever the play was. I think it was a three. Denver calls the timeout. Caruso comes running back. Jr. Smith comes out for the running. You know. Full-on chest bump. Yes. Caruso runs at him and then gives the head fake and gives it instead to LeBron. Oh, <laughs> so well, you got to pick your... you got to pick your... Po- you got to take the... That's yeah. the right choice, isn't you, it? you got to defer to the go. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, right. That's, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that, that's, 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 that's a good choice by yep. Caruso. So, J.R. Smith with the air ball on the, on the chest bump was my first peripheral pickup. Yes. Uh, yep. Now, I've got a little bit here about you. You, you, you just... just Blew what I was going to do before. After AD hits the game winner in game two, I quickly yeah. go through what, this. What happened, man? He runs back to his bench mob. <laughs> yep. I want, to, I want to say this because I spent a lot of time writing it. Go for it. And there's some guy in street clothes carrying a basketball. Uh, is he a ball boy? That's my first question. Uh, yeah, good point. Wanting to do the jumping bump. Now, in an amazing achievement of will and desire, yes. he gets there second. I'm not sure if you realise <laughs> The first guy kind of just slipped by with minimal contact. Uh-huh. Then he copped Davis full-blown, yep. full speed, and he obliterated him to the floor. <laughs> he did. And Markeith Morris just stood over the top laughing at him as he was lying on the floor. Yep. So our little random ball boy sycophant um, 
you, you've just got to uh, leave it to the professionals next time rather than trying to get involved in such a thing. Okay. We don't even know who it is, do we? I don't. Well, we, a, a quick Google search will help us find it. Did you just say sycophant? You do. Say sycophant. <laughs> uh, O'Brien? Yes? I'm afraid to say we've got a negative use of the foam fence. Oh, no. And it's actually not that funny, but I'm going to give a team a clip. A yes. serious clip because I don't like this in sports and it's my Los Angeles Lakers. I'm no. calling this the drunken yahoos. <laughs> use of the foam fence I don't like this at all O'Brien now we talked about this kid before PJ Dozier had a, had a game yesterday second year kid playing valuable minutes in game two of a Western Conference Finals you know making plays really good on D suddenly looking like we could have found something he was struggling at the free throw line so he got fouled late in the game so he goes to the line now with a bunch of Lakers bench mob trying to get in his line of sight in front of him he clunks the first so this just ups the ante. He, they're trying to put him off. They're waving their hands. Now, I'm not talking about decent bench guys. I'm not talking about your Caruso's of the world. I'm talking about Dion Waiters in street clothes. I'm talking about J.R. Smith, who's there for... Sick of fans. Can you tell me why? <laughs> no idea. He then misses the second, and they start whooping it up and dancing and pounding the fence. Like, what the heck are you doing, J.R. Smith? What are you even doing here, Dion Waiters? Using the phone fence? To bully no, young opponents, disrespecting I the don't like things. it. And they should be like like a like a nightclub when you get in a fight and you get kicked out, or you misbehave in a game and you get banned. They should be banned from the fence, sent to the back of the bench area, unable to touch the foam fence. I don't like it, O'Brien. Yep, fair enough. Point taken. Um, assist sevens, assists. Yep. My last three here on, a, on, on some statistical uh, observations. Um, yep. LeBron James, this is just, this is not a crack at LeBron, right? So don't get all upset. Of course it is. Um, <laughs> you started. No, no, no. This is, this, is just, this is just something. I could do this with a number of players, I'm sure. LeBron was credited with four assists in uh, game two. Should have got six? Seven? Right. Uh-huh. Right. The first one was in the second quarter. Uh-huh. He was in the, in, the, in the right post. He dumped it to Coos from underneath the basket. He laid it in. Fair enough. Yep. Nice pass. Good assist. The last three assists were all <sighs> Anthony Davis makes, right? Okay. The third quarter, 145 to go. He passes to Anthony Davis on the wing, uh-huh. who head fakes, yes. dribbles past his opponent, fakes the next guy, stops, and pulls up and hits a jump shot. Okay, That is not an assist, but it was credited as one. Fourth quarter, 303 to go. He passes to the wing to AD again, who takes a dribble forward, yes. then a full-blown step back and hits that three. That was a cracking shot. Yeah. Do you remember that shot? I do. That's not an assist. <laughs> If a guy puts the ball on the floor and makes a basketball move, that's not an assist. Oh, dear. The fourth one, 26 seconds to go. You remember this? This is when AD put you back in front for yep. the second time, the first time. Ooh. He gets a pass at the top of the key, yep. head fakes the guy running at him, yep. dribbles past on the right and hits a floater, Beautiful floater. to put you in front. Beautiful, Beautiful shot. Floater. That's not an assist. Oh, is it? No. Are you sure? No, oh. it's not. It just made me think, it's just a peripheral observation that I wonder... Seriously, whether the NBA is just dialing up these numbers overall and that the assists aren't really assists. Back in our day, an assist was when you came down on a fast break, bounce pass, guy lays it in, you kick it to the corner, a guy shoots a three. That's an assist. If a guy makes a basketball move, it is not an assist, which means a dribble. That's my point. Okay. All right. You got another one? Yeah, yep. Yeah. I got my last couple. Just a quick one for you. Did, did my peripheral observation is this, and it's – the 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 fans on the screen. What do we call them? The the fans at home on the, the virtual fans. The virtual fans with the huge heads and the little. Tell heads me, in please, in game two or game one of Boston Miami, you saw the nuns. No, I didn't. On the screen. Now they're not being smart, Alex. This is not a play on the Kendrick Nun. You know, oh, we're Miami. The nuns, actual nuns, one of whom played college ball, oh. gave up the game when she felt a calling into ministry. Ministry or the nunnery? I don't know what you call. <laughs> <laughs> nunnery but she was one of the virtual the virtual fans and it's pretty funny when you screenshot a nun looking dead serious straight into her, her yeah. computer screen as most people of age do they don't know yes. how to yes. staring but you know it's just, this woman had game fantastic the oh, nuns that's, that's good they got into it James Worthy was on there he was at once and they, they're saying his name the great James Worthy is looking straight blankly Has he, got, he must have the sound on James. there's a delay there's is a it? delay yes, yes. yep um now your your beloved plus minus. I just had to. I just <laughs> I noticed this the other beloved day. Beloved plus minus. Your beloved plus minus. I just uh, my man here, my my partner in crime here, Evans. He, he loves to quote the plus minus. I just I just had to uh, put this down. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Do you know who had the highest plus minus in game one for the Lakers against the Nuggets? He had a good game. Danny Green had plus 20, right? Uh-huh. He was three of 10 with one assist. Um, in game two, now this is, this is the one that put my plus minus meaningless um, stat to bed. Jokic oh, in Thank game... Do you. you think Jokic played a pretty good game in game two? Did, did a fair bit to get his team across the line, would you have thought? He was negative six, the worst on his team. He had 30 with nine assists. In the same game, the best Lakers in game two... Who, who would you thought they have been on the plus I know, minus? I know who it was because I took um, a look. Dwight Howard was plus 10. <laughs> he, had, he had two points, two rebounds and five fouls. Danny Green was 4 of 14 with one assist. He had plus 10 as well. This plus minus needs to be removed. It is just... It's bollocks, Evans. It's bollocks. Bollocks. Listen to it. You know what? Yeah, I do. I do. Just, just waiting for you to talk yourself no, out, no, mate. No, no, yeah. I've, I've laid out my case fairly, oh, yeah, compre- yeah, fairly yeah. comprehensively. You <laughs> small sample size. <laughs> Matt, feel, feel free to bring um, your own stats and actually do some research like Mason Plumley's name if you want to you know, yes, yes, get into enough. the statistical department. My last one is a positive foam fence. I'm calling it the Dipsy Doo. The Dipsy Doo. Did you ever have to do line dancing at some point in your uh, high oh, school or youth some group church days? camp, yes, yeah, it's like probably. Seriously. So no, the Dipsy Doo is this. Um, big three from LeBron, Howard and McGee sitting next to each other. They get up immediately. They walk away from one another. They come round the foam fence. They do the high five up high. They come back to their seat. They do the down low high five and sit back down. I'm calling it the Dipsy Doo. Wowee. They yep. must pre-prepare this. So they get out there before the game. This well, is what we're going to do. Well, mate, they had a bit of time in um, this last series to prepare some things because they weren't playing. Yes. Um a couple to finish with for me. Bam at Bam at a bio hit a big shot in game the third quarter mm-hmm. of game three. Do you know in the old Batman series when they you you were young enough yeah. to remember the old Batman series, yeah, yeah. the old Batman and Robin TV series? Yeah, yeah. And what would happen every time they got into a fight scene? There's there's the obligatory yep. fight scene, yep. yeah. Yep. And they punch on and, and instead of that they would go BAM yeah, yeah. Well they had that up on the screen oh, when he hit a shot. Kidding. Just briefly, BAM! That's awesome. I'm like, yeah, a bit of Batman action. Love um, it. And my last one, um, Pat Riley. After that game oh, yeah. two win, yep. the camera went to him in the crowd. Even with even with a mask on, Evans, yes. he still carries the day. Doesn't he? He's the cool, good-looking cat. Just ageless. His hair, even though it's a bit... Uh, yep. Bit uh, silver, bit. It's, uh, it, it still carries the day. He's aged perfectly. He doesn't need the orange stuff that our mate Trumpy needs. He's just absolutely <laughs> magnificent, Pat. Fair enough. Love a bit of Pat Riley. Oh, uh, great. Well, well done. I love our peripheral pickups, Matt. I look forward to some more next week. Let's jump into our questions without notice. Uh, I've got some here for you. Do you want me to go first? Can I? Yeah, ju- yeah, can you I can, because I can think of a couple to ask you then. Well, okay. <laughs> This is what I'm talking about, my friends of the podcast, <laughs> the preparation that goes into this. Uh, yeah, you, yeah, use this time to, to think of some for me. Um, you touched on this last week. I've got some numbers for you. Just how bad do the Clippers look right now in giving up five first-rounders and two pick swaps for Paul George with one more year left to run on his contract? They look shaky. Yep. They look shaky. They look shaky. And the pressure yep. next season will be immense. Immense. I wonder if they'll take as much time off next season. <laughs> and rest every third game. Yep. I wonder if that'll happen. Yep. Do you, um, you think they might sorry, play more of Kawhi and Paul George in thirty-seven no, games? I don't think they will. I don't think they will. Oh, they wouldn't admit. They wouldn't admit fault. Yeah, that's a fair point. Fair point by you. Yep. Um, does the bubble? I was thinking this the other day. Does the bubble, Peter Richard Bartholomew Evans? Does <laughs> the not, bubble name, reduce the significance of these playoffs and the achievements in it? And the reason I'm asking this is: Do you think? there would have been these three-to-one comebacks and there would have been these amazing things going on if we were getting on planes and playing in yeah. front of home crowds every every second day. Yeah. No, the fatigue it, and everything else. It's a great question. I think you've asked me two questions. You know, do I, does Denver come back and win game five and seven in LA? I don't think there's a chance. I think overall, though, the asterisk isn't really there for whatever team wins this title. Um, the all four teams have overcome so much. Like, I think Denver at one point in a seeding game had to play like five bigs at one point on court time because so many blokes had COVID. Do you remember that Jokic had COVID? Like, they've overcome so much, this Denver yeah. Nuggets team, in order to get there. I'd, I'd hate to see them, you know, go through, win a title, and everyone to go, oh, yeah, but I think they've overcome too much. Uh, which big man in history would you have right now? All time. Kareem, Bill Russell, or Bam Adebayo? 
Say that again. Kareem. Kareem, Bill Russell, or Bam Adebayo. How Who much has Bam's <laughs> stock risen these weeks, oh, O'Brien? Has. And what's he being paid, Bam? I mean, he, he must be a good deal, surely. I'm not sure. Um, yes. Not sure what. Fair to say he'll be getting Max soon yes. enough. Um, AD. Yes. Is he right now the best big in basketball? And we're just, you know... He's always living under the shadow of LeBron, like LeBron gets all the attention, all the plaudits, all of everything, all the media coverage. Is he really, is he the best big in basketball? And we've just, we're just finding out now. Under the, under the highlight of a Western Conference Finals, pointy end of the year. I don't think there's any, any, any doubt. Uh, uh, Giannis is there. Oh, he's the best big man. Oh, this plays such a different game, don't they? Like we've got Giannis, Jokic, AD. Um, yep, no. Now, as a big man, until Milwaukee learn to use their Cat. super duper star as a big man, as I said, they're playing him like Kobe. They should be yeah. playing him like Shaq. Yeah, he is, and I would have said comfortably before we saw this breakout from Jokic as a playmaker. He is just unbelievable. Yeah. He's clearly not the playmaker. Who is the yeah. playmaker that Jokic is? I think he finished fourth in PER, by the way. Who's that? Anthony Davis in yep. the whole league. Yep. So he's taken. I think LeBron is averaging sixteen point eight shots. Per game versus Davis is twenty two. The the crossovers already happened. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. And I think he, he's he's deserved some of the plaudits he's got. Um, you know, I like to do the futures with you, Matt. Taking the Lakers out, who do you most like the future of for next year out of these teams? Now I can yeah. Let me just read them to you because there's a few teams with a huge upside next year. The Warriors, obviously, Nuggets, Clippers, Celtics, Heat, Nets, Raptors, or Bucks. Who do you most look at out of those teams and go next year? I like that team to be right there in the top two or four next year. Oh, the Warriors. The Warriors. Number one? Warriors are the best of those. As an unknown? Yep, Warriors next year. You remember Steph and KD? I I do, but my concern is Draymond there. I do remember Steph and Clay. And then then I'd have have, um, the Nets after that. Really? Yep. The Nets Nets made the playoffs. And they're adding... adding Possibly the best player in basketball. Oh, well, he it. was when he got injured. Let's uh, face it. At yeah, that point well, in time, he was. Yeah. Or well, he was first or second. You have to have him in the top two, right? <laughs> They're adding him and Kyrie, who's top 10, to a team that already made the playoffs in the East. We, These teams, do you reckon either of those teams would beat Brooklyn with KD and Kyrie? Who? Miami or Boston would beat the Brooklyn Nets? Well, as you, they're now constructed, adding those two? You and I hope as basketball fans that we get the Kevin Durant, but it's never happened before. In the history of, of Achilles recoveries. Um, and who knows with Kyrie what we're going to get. Yeah. Um, anyway. He will, have had a full, he will have had a full year and a half by the time they start. Yep. I would say that. Yep. Like it's not a one year. But I did see when I had my injury, my physio and I talked about this and he reckoned it was a full two-year injury anyway. Okay. So okay. we'll see. You could be right. If, that's a great question though. Like that's, that, that's great for us as NBA fans oh. to know that there's that many. Yep. Teams coming, you know what I mean? Yeah, and whoever um, else makes the big trade to get yeah. whatever free agent says, I'm suddenly unhappy. Yeah. <laughs> we know that's coming. Um, will there be an enormous game here in the East or West Finals or NBA Finals that's going to be decided by the refs? Uh, There's been some horrendous calls that have happened in these games that haven't, haven't luckily decided the game, mm-hmm. but if it was tight, they would have decided the game. Oh, Will it happen late in the fourth quarter? I mean, we're still seeing it. You know, Bam Adebayo, beautiful closeout, I think, on, on Jalen Brown. Got up, got to the side, landed his feet either side of him. He threw himself away, did he? Well, the, no, he swung the feet out the opposite direction, fell over and got the call. Like, yeah. this is just continuing yeah. to happen. Of course it's going to decide a game. It's already deciding games. Yeah, it's just, it's just not good. And the, the, the a follow-up question, I guess, statement and question, the... the instant replay and the challenge, that has to be rectified <sighs> one way or another. Like you, one challenge ain't enough for oh, one. Just end it. One challenge is not enough if yep. you're going to do it. You know? Like teams are just holding on to this challenge, you know, when there's something bleedingly obvious with five minutes or six minutes to go, when they, they use it and they never, never gets upheld when they challenge. Yep. And they don't have it for something even more yeah. egregious when it gets to less than a minute to go. Yeah. Look, um, they're human. They make mistakes. The yeah. players were imploring Frank Vogel to use it on an out-of-bounds play, I think, early, the late in the third or early in the fourth. He just refused to do it. And didn't then when the replay sh- didn't want to waste it because you want yeah. that late game um, yeah, emergency. All right. Let's go to our Stephen A, Matt. Kwame Brown! Slava Medvedenko! 
And Kwame Brown, God bless him, is a scrub. He can't play. No disrespect whatsoever. What's that Stephen A segment, please? Stephen A is the most opinionated person in all of sports. S- second, second most opinionated. <laughs> After Peter Evans. Oh, um, <laughs> yes, that's right. And whatever he says, it's with passion. Whether you agree with it or not agree with it, mm-hmm. I don't even know if he. I don't even know if he even agrees, even actually thinks of what he says oh, he half the time. He might not even believe what he says, but that's still good value. Yep. It's all about entertainment. Uh, agreed. So please entertain the fans, O'Brien. You jump in. I'll entertain the fans. Giannis won his second consecutive MVP huh? a couple of days back. Oh crap! It was as you would surely agree, Evans. Well deserved. <sighs> yep. As it is a regular season award. Mm-hmm. Now. Your boy LeBron thought this was the cue for him to just chime in mm-hmm. and tell all the media that they had it wrong and that they were following, in LeBron's words, in, in LeBron's words, a narration mode. Thanks, LeBron. I think you meant the narrative. And not really looking at the game of basketball. Now, this was at best naive from LeBron and at worst was simply a pathetic complaint from a very well-cultivated position of entitlement. <laughs> We have both over the years looked at the PER stat that John Hollinger put together. Mm-hmm. We both to measure the overall impact of a player on a game. Now, this is purely an offensive stat. I just want to put that out there. And as far as I know, that doesn't, it doesn't measure defense at all, right? It's more about field goal percentage, points, average, assists, the whole thing, rebounds. But let's put that aside because LeBron wouldn't be winning an MVP based on his defense, let's be honest. Giannis oh. finished first in PER with 31.94. His best-performing teammate was Chris Middleton, who finished 25th. James Harden was one of the other two finalists. He finished second in PER. Now, give a guess, Evans, who his... Uh, have a guess who his um, second best performer was in his team. Uh, PER. Eric Gordon. No, it was Russell Westbrook, who finished 27th. Luka Doncic, who should have been part of the MVP finalists. He had an awesome year. He finished third in PER, and his best helper was Pazingas, who finished 39th in PER. You get where I'm going here? Yeah, I think now, so. Now, your boy LeBron, who finished seventh in PER, there are a couple of guys above him I haven't mentioned, like Kawhi and Dame Lillard. He had a great year, LeBron, no question. But he had one small little advantage in assessing this regular season award. He was playing with the best big in the league. Anthony Davis, who finished where? I said it before. Fourth in PER. So the irony of LeBron's comments were indeed absolutely laughable. And and this from the man who's made an art form of controlling the narrative to protect his pristine image or to make sure his standing in the game is not tarnished even one milli-percent. This was a very poor attempt at doing that. I was the real MVP, you know. I was just, you know, it was the media narration thing that I didn't get it. Stop it. Giannis, Harden and Luca all had better regular seasons than you did. And you shouldn't have been one of the three finalists in my, from where I sit. None of the three I mentioned have the privilege of playing with the elite A-grade superstar teammate that plays both ends like you did. The real question is, LeBron, the real question is, are you even the MVP of your own team? Oh. <laughs> How about we let that little narrative percolate for a bit? A narrative, percolate. not a narration. Congrats to Giannis on a well-deserved MVP. White Mumba out. Oh, there it is. There it is. Thank you, Matt. Listeners, look like Matt's, no been, worries. Matt's been researching his PR statistics. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> stuff not, you, not Plumley's name. <laughs> stuff you plus minus. I apologise. All right, Matt. I don't want to res- uh, retrospectively write about a team that's still in it, so I say this with respect to the Denver Nuggets. Now, there is a ton of upside to this Denver team in the future. Jamal Murray is 23 years old, and I reckon he's just scratching the surface of his talent. As an, as an opposing fan, it's scary. It's like watching Ray discovering her powers in Star Wars. We can lock him in as, a, in as an all-star next season. Get this for someone else. Career averages of 25, 11, and 6 at 52%, and a ridiculous 44% from three in the wow. playoffs. Jokic? At just 25 is an established... He's only 25. an established star and a wow. potential superstar. And the main thing for this future of this franchise, Matt, these guys love playing together. Mm. They're not going anywhere regardless of where their season ends up. They've already got a continuity and chemistry advantage over most of the league. 
we're not going to hear coming out if these guys get knocked out of this series that Murray or Jokic is asking out and they're forcing a trade to wherever. They've got a great coach who we both like, who keeps his team accountable. You and I love this, when he's called out his own players multiple times over the last couple of seasons. Yes. And what is he doing? He's pushing them to reach their potential. Take note, Doc Rivers and the LA Clippers. Matty, they have the pieces to put together a huge trade. Get this. They've got Harris. They've got Grant, who maybe they should keep at under $10 million. They've got Millsap. Who going comes into, out of contract, As yes. an unrestricted free agent, mm. it both frees up $30 million wow, from their cap indeed. and allows them to either re-sign him at something more of appropriate value or include him in a sign-and-trade for a big star. They've got Bol Bol on the up. And let's point this out. They've done all this without a starter in Will Barton. We have no idea yet on the ceiling of Michael Porter Jr. Not a big scalp, but he embarrassed Kuzma in game two. He's being paid nothing. He's a most improved candidate yeah. in 2021. Now, this is the upside for Denver. He could either be the third cog on a championship team or the piece that seals the trade that tips this team into title favoritism. There's eight other teams who we might think of before this Denver Nuggets team. I just listened to them for you before. You know, the Warriors, Lakers, Clippers, Celtics, Heat, Nets with Kyrie and Kyrie, Bucks, even the Raptors. I love Denver's upside, regardless of where they're going. And I'm not writing them off yet. Yes. It's a big ask. Love the future of this Denver Nuggets team. Great take. And just looking here, Mason Plumley, they could get they could save fourteen million for him just screwing up their season too. They can move <laughs> him on for fourteen million. Awesome. With him and Millsap, you got Millsap you said at thirty, Mason Plumley at fourteen. There's forty four million straight yep. away. Yep. They've got to use. Yep. And what that's a max guy. Exactly. And what player is looking at that Denver Nuggets team right now, what potential star is going, wouldn't want to play with Jokic, wouldn't want to play with Murray. That team yeah, doesn't look like they're, they're well quite coached. selfish, yeah. yeah, yeah not a if. great city to live in, yeah. live in his Denver. They, they tick all the boxes. They tick all the boxes. Yeah. Love their future. Good call. All right. Good call. Matt, it's time for the final segment of our, of our show. Star of the show. Woo! Star of the show. Yep. From North Carolina. <laughs> Can I jump in? Yeah, well, I think we've both had the same, but I'll let you take well, the glory here. I think you'll take the glory here. You're a good here. man, O'Brien. Well, Matt, the floor is yours. Matt, 13 years ago, James Hurd and Kevin <laughs> Sheedy retired on the same day. It's a footy reference. You yep. know, what are you doing? In one quarter of football that day, a man you and I both like by the name of Scott Lucas kicked seven goals in a quarter. He did. A quarter of football, O'Brien. He did. And as you remember, you're watching this with a friend of the podcast, Hose. He was tripped right in front of goal, right in front of me. Yes. Should have had an eighth. Did the Essendon Football Club give Scott Lucas the most votes in the best and fairest count? Of course they didn't. James Hurd got it and the best and fairest for a more consistent game of football. Disgraceful, oh, O'Brien. No. I am not making that mistake today. Anthony Davis, with career playoff averages of an insane 30, 12, and 3. He, in these playoffs, he's going for 29, 11, and 4. He's shooting at a ridiculous 58%, considering some of the difficulty of some of the shots he makes. By the way, in these playoffs, he's also making just under 39% from three. So before someone calls what that happened, was a fluke. Oh, and he's number one in win shares in the playoffs so far. So far against Denver, he's a lazy 34-10-3 with one block. That's the bigger picture. Against Jokic too. He might still be here, correct, even without those numbers, because with the Lakers' playoff momentum teetering after blowing a late lead with no timeout to set up and with only 2.1 seconds left, down two, Anthony Davis stepped up and nailed it. A three in the buzzer to take a 2-0 win over Denver and put the Lakers two wins away. He's gesticulating here, everyone. He's, his first hands are trip to the finals fingers swinging in a decade. He's red. <laughs> and not a peripheral. He also, what did he mouth after he hit the shot? Kobe, Kobe, Mamba, Kobe. Mamba, which, Mamba. which you Kobe, can do Mamba. when you're a Laker, which you can't do when you're an absolute jerk, Nick Kyrgios. Miss that shot and the 2020 comeback Kings would ride their self-belief into game three and the rest of the series. They're not out of it, but winning four or five against these title favorites might be a mountain too high. It's the biggest conference finals game winner we can remember since Robert Ory or LeBron James. Big moment, championship considerations, incredibly yes. tough shot. Anthony Davis is my star of the show. Bang on. Well done. Thank you, I'll add one more step to that. I agree with that was going to be my star of the show, obviously. Yeah, it is okay. the Anthony Davis show, let's be honest. We can't be <laughs> it is a little trying bit. to plug at someone else. Well, thank you for letting me go um, first. The, uh, looking at his season stats, he only averages 2.4 fouls a game. Is that right? 
which indicates, and I've seen this in the playoffs, just to add to your magnificent uh, little diatribe there, um, guys don't want to take him on. Often they drive, they see him like, oh, no, yep. I can't get a good shot off here. I'm, yep. just, I'm getting rid of this. Fair enough. Which just adds to his, not only his offensive stats, but he does it at both ends. Just an awesome player. And you're yeah, very happy cool. to have him. I am. He could carry you all the way to the promised land, well, Evans. Well, it's not him carrying us. Just, just so we're, we're, I respect you, Stephen A., but he's not the one carrying us all the way. All right, Matt, we've got there again. Can't wait for next week to see where we are. Do we know our finalists? Well done on you. Great to be back uh, in your presence, my very good friend. Um, if you're listening, please rate us, uh, review. You can hit us up on Instagram. Please, O'Brien, put that shot of the teenage Jokic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> I'll MMS you as soon as this, uh, this point is over. Great to have you listening, everyone. Go well. Next week. Cheers. Cheers.